Hello, welcome back to the, I think it's the 76th Hunger Games, no, episode of the Nobody Asked for This Podcast. I'm going to be really honest with you here, I, um, I got nothing, I have nothing to say, I have nothing to contribute, I have been sitting here on my handy dandy beanbag chair, not dreading clicking record, but just like, you know, like, oh, I'll, I'll get to it in a second. And then it's, like, half an hour past. I'm like, okay, no, 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 yeah. I'll do it in, an, I'll do it in like, a, maybe, like, ten minutes. And then it's, like, an hour past. And then I go to the washroom, and then I grab a snack. And then I realize that my, uh, what is this called? My sock has, like, a bunch of holes in it. So I'm like, oh, I should probably go get new socks. And I think, well, I should probably order new socks. And then I'm on Amazon. And then I get to, um... You know that stupid thing on Amazon where, not stupid thing, it's actually good, but it's it's stupid if you want to um, conserve your money. But the, like, um, what you left off on tab, where it's, like, things that you that you searched up but never actually fully bought, yeah, brutal. Um, so it, I got distracted by that, and I was like, well, why did I need Gorilla Glue? Like, it's all, it's this whole, it's this whole long big thing, um... So it's about 9.45 at night, and I thought, you know what, I'm just going to do it. Um, like I said, I have I have nothing really on my heart to say. Some days my heart's full. Some days it's like, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to do this and this and this and this. And some days I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to have to talk. So that's what I'm going to do. Um, I hope everyone has had a great week. I hope you have tried something new off some sort of holiday menu. This week, um, I don't think there's anything new to talk about in terms of the fast food front. Oh, I tried to try, tried to try um, KFC. They have a new, I think I talked about it last week. They have a new um, chicken sandwich. I think it's called like a festive chicken sandwich. And it has like obviously chicken, which you think would be turkey, but it's chicken. And, like, stuffing and cranberry sauce and gravy on a chicken burger. I thought that sounded pretty cool. Uh, So I went there to get one just last night, which I think was, like, yeah, just last night. Um, And they told me they didn't have it. So I was like, well, that is terrible. And it was one of of those things where, like, they had a sign for it. So I got really excited. And I'm never going to be that person that's like, well, you had a sign. Why is the sign up? You know, I just, I can't, I can't do that. Um, I can't play that part. So I was like, oh, okay, no, no, yeah, no, no problem for sure. But then I kind of like, it was the only reason I went there. So I kind of wanted to like back out of the drive-thru, but they really get you with the drive-thru because if there's, if there's a person behind you, you're kind of stuck. Like if there's people in front of you getting their order and people behind you, like there's really nothing you can do, which is kind of genius. And I sometimes wonder if that was like the point because I'm a very impulsive person if you couldn't tell like I'll decide like at the very last minute like I need a cheeseburger so I'll go from like acting like I'm about to you know just keep going on my way through this light and then I'll quickly see a drive-thru and I'll like make the turn off I'll signal quick and go and then sometimes I get into the drive-thru and I'm like oh wait what did I do like this is a bad idea like, I already ate lunch. This isn't even a meal happening right now. Like, I'm, I'm in between lunch and dinner. But, like, 
I don't need like chicken fries. You know what I mean? Which you could always use some chicken fries. Life's short. But like, I don't really think it through. And then I'm trapped. Whoops. Because I have to order something. Um, but yeah, so I was trapped after they didn't have the festive chicken sandwich. And that was just not how I wanted to start off my holiday season. Which I think there will be more sort of overtly holiday um, themed things coming up because um, American Thanksgiving is tomorrow or today when you're listening to this. And um, I know that that is sort of the end of the fall, like autumnal time. And it's when we go straight into Christmas. Now, I'm not in America, but I feel like a lot of these companies that I look to for holiday themed activities not activities, that's the wrong word, but like holiday-themed merchandise are American. So I'm assuming that once that switch flips, we'll be good to go. Also, it is getting so cold, like like bone-chilling cold, um, at least in my opinion, I feel like anytime you complain about the weather, people are like, well, when I, you know, I grew up in wherever and we were lucky if it was minus 12. I'm like, well, I didn't grow up in whatever and I would be broken in minus 12. I would break in minus 12. If I had to live in minus 12, um, I mean, bless anyone who has to, but like, that's just, it's just not what I'm used to. Or when people will be like, You know, where I'm from, we drive in the snow all the time. And then here, it snows like three centimeters and people freak out. I'm like, yeah, because people are not used to driving in the snow. Like, just because you can do something doesn't mean everybody can do something. And and also, like, places where they get snow more routinely, okay, have the infrastructure, which I love that word. I don't fully know what it means, but it makes me sound like I know what I'm talking about. Places like that have the infrastructure to properly to be properly equipped and equip their civilians and citizens with the proper tools in which to thrive in a snowstorm but not all places have that i was just watching for the for 20 of those minutes you know a little bit earlier where i was talking about um how i was procrastinating doing this i was watching youtube shorts of you know these you know poor people having their cars slide down hills i didn't even fully know that that could happen like, it, like this, it was this video of this car, like, just sliding down a hill, and there was nothing you can do. You couldn't click the brake. You couldn't, like, shut the car off. Like, it was just sliding. Now, I don't know how that got recommended to me. I don't fully understand the algorithm. I'm not on TikTok, but I do have the YouTube app, so I can see YouTube shorts. Um, and I guess for whatever reason, it wanted me to watch videos of cars sliding down hills. I did feel like it was a little bit... Um, not super great karma for me to be like, I was by no means laughing at these cars, but I was just like almost fascinated. It was a morbid curiosity of like, how does that happen? And like, what do you do in that situation? Do you hop out? Do you just like sit there? Like, I've, I'm, I don't know. It's, it's kind of, it was kind of the same feeling I get watching America's Funniest Home Videos because in my opinion, they're not always like the funniest home videos. They're like, Sometimes a bit brutal. Like, it'll be like someone getting injured. I'm like, is this funny? 
you know, it's just a home video that we needed to see. I'm not so sure. Also, I can't imagine that show is still in production because basically everyone does their own version of America's Funniest Home Videos on their phone. You know, I think we've really um, advanced past the need for America's Funniest Home Videos. But let me just Google that. America's Funniest Home Videos. Also, in the heyday of the home video, America's Funniest situa- version, did they, like, just mail in their VHS tapes? Like, how did they, how did they get the content there? Okay, let me see. America's Funniest Home Videos is still going. Oh, good for them. On May, in May 2023. Wow. Excuse me, they were renewed for a 34th season. Speaking of people who were renewed, earlier this year we did an episode on Dr. Phil. And by we did an episode on, I mean I talked about Dr. Phil for five minutes in one of the episodes that I did at some point earlier on in this year. And Dr. Phil, he wasn't canceled, but I think he decided, okay, I'm done. It's not happening anymore. I've done this damn show for 30 damn years. Like, screw it. We're leaving. And we were like, okay. And I think my take at the time was, you know, probably a good idea. I'm sure he's done some very questionable things that if he keeps himself in the limelight any longer, he either will do something to get himself canceled or it'll be revealed that he's done, like, a cancelable offense. Like, I think he should just take his pride and his reputation and just go retire on a big sack of money. I recommend that for anybody. If you are ever in a position where you have an option to do something or continue to do something and the other option of retire on a big sack of money, I'm going, I'm going option B, I'm taking the latter, retire on a big sack of money. If you are rich, if you have enough money that your money can make you money, I think you just need to retire. I think you need to call it um, I think you need to purchase a modest house in a fancy neighborhood and just, and just, and just, just, you know, like just be, I say modest house in fancy neighborhood because you never want to be like the fanciest house on the neighborhood just because that feels like a target. Like if anyone is like trying to home alone you, um, you know, break in, you know, you don't want to stand out, but then you also don't want to be um, the nicest house in a, you know, maybe not as nice area because then that's even more of a target. So you want to find a nice area, but you don't want to be the richest there, person there. But you also don't want to be the least rich person there because then that's probably like, doesn't get you prime pickings at like, you know, if they do like a neighborhood block party or something like, you know, you want to be sort of right in the middle. You're not a target on either, on either end, truly. I'm going to be really honest right now. I have some sort of a seed or like a, um, like a piece of food or something stuck on like the side of my cheek, like the back side of my cheek. One sec, I have to get it. Like it's pissing me off. Hmm. Okay, I got it. I don't even know what it was, but it was like, it looks like not a sunflower seed, but like a poppy seed. Yikes. Um, this is great content. Um, I don't think I said this yet, but I hope everyone had a great week. I normally would say that at the beginning of the episode, but halfway through the episode works too. 
Um, oh, I do want to go back to Thanksgiving because uh, I talked about this obviously last month in October, uh, which it's just quick side note. I don't know why November wants to speed through like a, I don't know, something that speeds through really fast. I can't really think. I'm kind of tired right now, but you know what I mean? Like it, it, November deserves a speeding ticket. Uh, because it is apparently November 22nd. When you're listening to this, it's November 23rd. And I'm pretty sure it's still September, if you ask me. So, and I know, I know we say that every year. We're like, oh my gosh, these years are just like flying by. You know, how is summer over already? How is this? But this year is like for, I mean it this time. You know, I mean it this time. Like I don't get how it's already November. And it's like about to be December. And then Christmas is going to be over. Like in Christmas is in a month, guys. A month. A month in like three days, but still. A month in two days when you're listening to this. Like, how is that possible? I haven't watched a single Hallmark movie. I haven't watched a single, you know, Netflix movie, which I have to say, no offense to Netflix, but like, your movies kind of suck. Like, there's not, there's not, it's not the same quality as the Hallmark movies. And of course, I'm talking about the movies where, I, I've said this in several episodes, where they have the girl from the, the small town girl who like got her law degree and is now working in the big city. They never name the big city. It's just like the big city. It's always some opening shot of like B-roll of New York, but like it's probably not really New York. It's just like they Googled like big city images and put it at the front of the movie with like a classic Christmas carol that is, you know, 50 years or over so that they can use it for free and don't have to pay for it. Um, and it starts off and she's obviously, I'll go through the whole thing, you know, t- t- twist my arm. It starts off and she's obviously engaged to um, her boyfriend who works at the law firm with her. They've been together for a few years, but like she's not necessarily happy, but like she could probably marry him and be pretty happy and like, you know, maybe get divorced, but like maybe also not get divorced. Um, and then something happens and she has to go back to her hometown where she lived. And when she lands at the airport upon arrival, she runs into her high school boyfriend in some sort of like vehicular scenario. Either he's a taxi driver or um, like he physically runs into her or he um, has some sort of job at the airport or something like that. Or she like blows a flat tire and he's the only one that knows how to fix a tire in the entire radius of the small town. Um, And obviously they see each other and they're like, oh, hey, how are you? And he is normally like the golden boy of the town. Like he's like, like not the mayor, but kind of like everyone calls him when they're like sink breaks. And he does a lot of like pro bono, um, like home repair. But like he's actually personally not doing well. And 50% of the time he'll have a kid um, and the mother of the child is no longer in the picture, you know, for whatever, for one reason or another, the other half of the time he does not have a kid, but if he doesn't have a kid, he will have a dog. Um, and the first sort of inkling that this might, you know, the, the, the relationship between the two people might work out is that there is a connection between the dog or the child. Um, and then usually they do have like probably about 20 minutes. I can literally watch these movies and tell you like, okay, at 40 minutes, this is going to happen. At, at like, 
and around an hour and five minutes they break up, but they have to get back together by an hour and 20 minutes because the movie ends at an hour and 25 around or close to, you know, an hour and a half with the whole credits factored in. Uh, but yeah, so there'll, there'll be like a portion of the movie in the kind of first half where they're sort of friendly. Maybe they, uh, not maybe, they usually have to uh, join forces to do some sort of like communal uh, community improvement program project. So either like the library isn't doing well, the local Christmas tree farm isn't like meeting the, the sales they need to make. Um, but then something happens um, and like one of them gets jealous or something or like the, um, the fiance uh, from, the, from the big town like comes back and realizes like something's up. So then the two main characters have to like, like break up. We'll call it a breakup even though they were never technically together. Um, and then by the end of the movie, they always get back together, but they always get back together with a proposal. It's never like, oh, hey, let's go on a date. It's like, I want you to marry me. And that's how we're going to start dating. Like, it's like not realistic, but okay, whatever, whatever you want. And obviously they get back together. Sometimes they do like sort of an epilogue situation where you get to see them get married like a year in the, like usually the following Christmas. Um, and sometimes it, they just kind of let you leave your imagination and they'll save it for the sequel. But it's the same movie over and over again. And for some reason, getting back to my point, when Hallmark does it, or just whatever cable network wants to, you know, give it a whirl, whenever they do it, I think it's the perfect mix of like low budget with like a lot of heart. Whereas when Netflix does it, it just feels like, high budget but they're trying to be low budget you know what i mean it's like they are exactly what i was talking about earlier in the show they are you know big house in maybe a more modest neighborhood which for some reason just makes it a little bit more obvious that like they shouldn't be doing what they're doing because they can get like like actual actors the key to a good Hallmark movie is you have to the leads have to be played by people that like you recognize their face from previous Hallmark movies, but you could never know their name. You know what I mean? Like, you can't know, like, oh, that's so-and-so. You have to be like, oh, I think, I think that person was, like, the third main character in a movie that did kind of well 15 years ago. That is perfect. But if you can look at someone and be like, oh, that's, you know, Lindsay Lohan, not good. Not to call her out, but she did a... Um, she did a Netflix Christmas movie last year. I don't know if I talked about it for sure. I probably did. Uh, but it was really bad. And I, I'm pretty sure the script was written by an early sort of beta test of chat GPT. Uh, it, was, it was really bad. And like not in a good way bad. Like it was just bad. I actually think, and she, it's not, it wasn't her fault. Like she was fine. I actually think they had to spend so much money to get her that like when it came to the script, it was it was bare bones. It was again like a Chat GPT, Snapchat AI situation. Like I I really, if Netflix had come to me and said, hey, can you like just read over the script and tell us what you think? Like I would have I would have told them the truth. I would have offered to fix it for free. It always confuses me when like actual companies like reputable people and like production companies make really bad movies like did they know that it was bad because i can also relate to the idea of like being so in something that you have no idea like what the reaction would be on a small scale my example would be 
I was in band class in high school and um, full transparency, I was not that great. So maybe I would, you know, during the performances, not necessarily blow air through my clarinet because I didn't want to squeak and I didn't want to make it sound worse. And I just felt like if I wasn't going to, you know, be adding a net positive to the, the overall performance, like it's probably better for me to just sort of just not. Um, but why I'm mentioning that, that is because I would never be able to tell if we did a good job or not, like as a, like as a whole band, like the performance would end and I would look around and be like, did that suck? Which, you know, 50-50. But how can these people that have like, their job is to work in the, in the movie business, like how can they not know that they're making a stinkeroonie? You know what I mean? Like, and that, listen, everyone, everyone has had bad, has bad days at work. Like, you know, not every project is going to be a success, but 99% of the time, I feel like I'm able to know, like, well, I guess I'm contradicting myself. So let's say like 80% of the time I'm able to know, like, okay, this is not going well. You know, like this is not, this is, this is not what I meant to happen, you know? So like, is the, are the production assistants on the Lindsay Lohan Netflix Christmas movie looking at each other like, oh God, like, yikes, eek. Or do they just have no idea? It's something to think about. It's quality control. But uh, yeah, long story short, I got to get on it because, I mean, four or five weeks from now, we're going to be further from Christmas than we've ever been. That's always the, the sad part. You know, it's like we finally make it. It's like months of of counting down, we have lights up trees or, or whatever, whatever holiday you celebrate, if, if at all, like there is like a, you know, a, a specialness in the air and then it's just gone. And then January happens and January, no offense, is the most boring month ever. Only for that month then to be followed by February, which is the second worst month ever, possibly the first, because at least in January, you still have like maybe some carryover of like your Christmas chocolate or like your presents from that the, you know, the month before. And then there's nothing I hate more than March. April, eh, decent. Not terrible. Maybe we can go to Coachella, you know? But seriously, like, after, after Christmas, wake me up in May. Like, I'm not interested in anything until May. And then even May, May, June is, is, is fine. And then July isn't terrible because then they can sometimes start getting um, like candy, candy corn in the stores in July, which just reminds me that fall's coming. And then August is fun. September is the best because you get like the, the weather of the summer, but that you can also lean into the spirit of the fall. October, November fly by. December feels like a whirlwind and then we're back in January. And it's like, what the hell just happened? Actually, as I'm saying it now, like it's awful. This is not like, I don't know if this is for me. I'll think about it. Alrighty, what else is going on this week? Let me think. Hmm. Oh, I had an interesting thought just now. I was thinking, okay, obviously, um, you know, my favorite restaurant in the entire world is Olive Garden. But like, I don't know that I would recommend it to somebody. Like, if someone came up to me and said, what restaurant should I eat at? I don't know that I'd be like, oh, you have to try Olive Garden. And I, I, I wonder why that is, because I genuinely think the food tastes good. I'm pretty sure it comes from a microwave. 
I'm sure it's a lot of like frozen trays. In fact, actually, they have a promotion every once in a while where when you order an entree, you can pick um, like a frozen entree to come home, which I assume is just like them handing you what they un- what they thaw and serve to you anyway. Um, so there's for sure some freezing happening, but I don't know. I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, why, why would I not maybe recommend it? I think it's maybe more so the ritual of the Olive Garden and the, you know, multiple breadsticks. It it also, Olive Garden, they've really sort of put themselves in a situation where because so much of their business model is all-you-can-eat style, like, you can't really do a takeout order from Olive Garden. You kind of have to go in because they can only give you so many breadsticks and they can only give you so much soup and they can only give you so much salad. So you're kind of like... You kind of have no choice but to go in. Also, I'm kind of distraught and why I was thinking of Olive Garden in the first place was I'm pretty sure I missed their... um they're like unlimited pasta where like you can keep getting bowls and bowls and bowls of pasta. Um, so I'm kind of upset about that. And I know that I missed it because I'm on their um, text notification thing. Um, and I'm pretty sure they texted me. Actually, let me just check and just double check the the number here. Okay. Yes, I actually have them saved. Excuse me. I have them saved as a contact. And they said, it's us reminding you that Never Ending Possible won't be here for much longer. Come in and create your favorite combos until 11.19. Pretty sure that's passed, but that's really sad. I wonder what the combos were. I am such a sucker for a, like a text notification group chat thing for chain restaurants. I get them from Wendy's. I get them from, obviously, Olive Garden. I think I was signed up for, like, a Red Robin situation at a time. Um, Who else sends me texts? I prefer that over an email because... Okay, one sec, sorry. I have a hair in my mouth. Okay, there we go. I prefer that over email because I feel like a text, I'll just delete. Whereas emails, it's just, like, piles and piles and piles and piles. And I think I have, like, something like 2,000 unread emails. But it's, like... Not anyone important trying to contact me. It's like Old Navy letting me know that their Black Friday sale is back. Which, P.S. 30, or like 15% off is not a Black Friday sale. It's just not. Like, I don't know how to tell you this. But if it's not a sale that makes me want to like get up and run to your store to procure the item in which is on sale it's probably not worth it like a black friday used to mean something it used to be like people were sleeping outside the store like they were waiting for the new iphone like ready to go to get these deals and now it's just like oh amazon might give you a five cent off coupon for a i don't know tv remote which, who knew, Amazon has been doing coupons now. I swear we're just reverting back to everything. Like, streaming is becoming cable, except now we're paying for every channel. Amazon is having coupons. Like, what is happening here? 
That being said, if anyone has any fancy Black Friday sales that they would like to make me aware of, let me know. Also, this is pretty late in the game, but I would like to do the episodic weekly reminder that um, if you happen to be listening to this and you're like, what the hell, why does this person sound like he thinks he's talking to people? Um, I know I'm not. I know I have no listeners. I'm not. Um, I, well, I am delusional, but I'm not like that delusional to the point where I think people are listening to this. I have access to the data. I've seen the numbers. Not looking good. Trust me, I know. Um, but I'm just, I'm just sort of pretending. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a form of acting. I'm doing, I'm a method actor. Okay, so I'm on my Amazon app, and I'm gonna see what types of um, products it's recommending me. It's saying that. Oh, here we go. A excuse me, a six hundred and eighty gram container of Old Bay seasoning is on sale for eleven dollars. That's actually not a bad, not a bad price. What other seasonings? Taco mix. Just a general seasoning salt. Truffle salt. I gotta say, I don't like truffle. I think it's because it like it tastes too fancy for me. Like I'm not really a I'm not I'm not a truffle. I like a chocolate truffle. That like comes in a set of other of other candies, but yeah, I don't know that I'm a I don't know that I'm a truffle a truffle guy. Let's see really quickly if any other. Yeah, I see six percent off Amazon. That's not, that's not Black Friday. It's just not. Okay, twenty five, twenty seven percent off a hoodie. That's getting closer. Hmm. A little bit brutal. You know, see that's wrong too. Anyway, um. I'm going to go and call some customer service agents and just inquire as to why they are passing off 20% as a sale for Black Friday. A huge sale. 15%. Like what? Uh, But anyway, I hope you all have a great weekend. Um, Yeah, let's do it. I was going to say maybe let's not go through the whole, uh, you know, protocol this time. But I'm going to say it. You can go to, if you like what you're hearing, go to podcastnobodyaskforthis.podbean.com. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Not really TikTok, but sure. I think we do have technically a login. Uh, Facebook as well. Uh, You can also listen to us anywhere you find, anywhere you would listen to a great podcast. If you're hearing this, that means you've done it. Unless you're listening on YouTube, then please subscribe on Apple, Spotify, I think Sam's on podcasts. We welcome all, excuse me, all apps, all phones. If you can find a way to listen to your flip phone, I celebrate that. Um, And yeah, I hope you all have a great weekend. I'm going to go try not to fall asleep while this uploads. Um, And yeah, see you later.